Welcome to another edition of Papa's Perspective, part of the Giants Huddle Podcast, brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture. Talking about the Giants on the road against Washington in 1986. They were called the Redskins. And the Giants in Washington had a heck of a rivalry. And we're joined by Bart Oates, who is part of that Giants Super Bowl team in 1986. And Bart, uh, thank you first for joining us here on the podcast. And uh, let's go back in time a little bit here. 1986, right. you and the the Giants in Washington had this heated rivalry. You had beaten them at home on Monday Night Football, and uh, you went through this wild stretch. You had the the Bobby Johnson catch in Minnesota and the comeback win. You had the win at Giants Stadium against the Broncos with George Martin getting the tip and the pick six. And then the Bavaro game, you go out to San Francisco, uh, and you beat the Niners 21-17. So now you're going down to RFK Stadium. You're playing Washington. Both teams come into the game at 11 and 2. And this pretty much is whoever wins this game wins the division. What was it like going down to play at RFK Stadium during that era? We loved playing down there. Um, it was just, I loved the environment, I loved the fans. I thought the fans, the great fans, um, very vocal, but, you know, they, they were not obnoxious um, as like some of the other fans in our division might have been. Um, and it was a, a, you know, it was a grass field. It was soft compared to what we had at the time and at the, uh, the Meadowlands stadium. And um, so it was just a comfortable environment. It was uh, something we, we really enjoyed playing there. We played there. Well, let's talk a little bit about, you know, the challenge uh, that you guys faced as an offensive line. I mean, you know, they had Charles Mann and they had, you know, Dexter Manley and Dave Butts. I mean, they, they had a heck of a defense. Joe Gibbs' team did, um, mm -hmm. and it was always a battle. What, what were some of the keys to playing against that Washington team? It was the front. I mean, they had, you know, their linebackers were serviceable, but they weren't all-stars at the time. Um, you know, good guys. Neil Okowitz was the middle linebacker, smart, cagey, uh, but not somebody you would say, hey, he's going to dominate a game. Uh, but those guys up front, um, Daryl Grant and then Butts in the middle, they were just just two really good defensive tackles. And those defensive ends with Man and Manley were uh, just tremendously productive. And so it was those, you know, our focus was really on those front four guys. And then, you know, they didn't do a lot of blitzing because they, you know, they tended to get a lot of pressure just with those four, four guys. They didn't do a lot of twisting and stunts. Um, you know, they just went man up. Uh, on us and uh, said four on five and felt that they could win at that. You know, and of course you had Daryl Green as uh, the first ballot Hall of Famer and then other really good defensive backs. So um, they really didn't need to do much other than just play straight up footballs. So we knew what they were going to do. You know, they'd shift around a little bit in the middle and change angles, but it wasn't a real complex and not something you'd find with Bears, for instance, when that 46 or uh, some of these other guys who run the overs and unders. Um so it was, we knew what we had. We knew what we were going to get. And it was just a matter of lining up and, and executing. You guys matched up well against them too, because you had a lot of success against Washington, despite the fact that they had a really good team and would go on to win the Super Bowl the following year. But as you say in boxing, sometimes styles make fights. Did you guys feel when you stepped on the field with them, with all the respect that you had for them as a team, but that for you had the upper hand with them? Oh, yeah. No question. Yes. Yeah, we, we thought we matched up well with them. 
uh, our defense matched up really well against their offense. And um, they were very productive offense, uh, an offense that uh, threw the ball. They could run the ball well. Uh, good offensive line, right? I, I mean, guys that were all Pro Bowl players. Um, so it was a, it was a team that uh, you know from our defense, which was a bunch of Pro Bowl players. You know, we that was the strength of our team. And what, what we did is we were not a team that was going to go out there, particularly offensively, that we were just going to run the score up. We just we weren't a scoring team. That's not what we did. We were a team that just we managed the game. You know, we'd come off and you know, Bill's philosophy was just don't lose the game. You know, we'd come after a turnover, we'd you know, we'd run over this come over the sidelines, Bill would gather us all together and you'd say, Guys, I don't need you to win the game, just don't lose it for me. <laughs> you know, and it was that was his, you know, but it made sense, right? It was it was uh, you know, he we knew we had a good kicking game with Raul and Sean uh Landetta. Punting and kicking. Uh, Raul, that game was perfect. One field goal, three PAT. Sean punted six times, uh, which is quite a bit. Um, but we, it's because we only had we had one turnover with the first possession, and that was it. That was the only turnover we had. And then we had a sack. I think maybe the second possession, and that was the only sack. Sack and turnover. And so for you know for most of the game, they didn't get pressure on on Phil. Um, we didn't run the ball particularly well, but that's not, you know, we knew we weren't. I mean, they, they played up pretty tight and that was a good front seven. So we, we started out throwing the ball. I mean, here we were a running team and we, I think we had the first four or five plays in a row were passing plays. We, um, which was, I mean, I remember he'd keep calling passing plays. He'd, he'd call in the huddle. I'm like, we don't do this. <laughs> who, who, who's calling these plays? <laughs> Parcells must not be listening. <laughs> He let Earhart go that day. Yeah. But, that, but wasn't that the brilliance of your team, especially that 86 team, was yeah. your team's ability to adapt as needed? I mean, Joe didn't run for a lot of yards that game, but there was a balance with the 22 runs. Um, and even though you didn't get the yards per carry you wanted, it set up Phil to be able to yeah. throw the ball to Bavaro for over 100 yards. And McConkie to have that clutch touchdown catch to kind of put the game away. But mm -hmm. you guys did what you needed to do that week to win the game. Exactly. Yeah. No, that was that was it. We we were not a team, like I said, you just mentioned all those games in Minnesota and, and San Francisco, right? We won, but we, that that eleven two record, it there was not a lot of difference in points scored and points against because we didn't have, we didn't just run the score up. Well, that's, it wasn't who we were. We just we had a seven point lead going in the fourth quarter. We we were just going to Bill was saying nobody's going to score against my, my defense. So if I'm up seven, I don't need to throw the ball and risk it. Let's just play solid. Let's run the ball. And if we have to punt the ball, we'll punt it. And then we play field position. You know, somebody's not driving down the field. They may kick a field goal, but they're not going to score a touchdown. And you know what? Philosophy worked really well. That was We were built for that. What about the um, sort of the environment as that game is wrapping up? I know um, all of your teammates and, and Parcells has always talked about you know, the silence in RFK stadium, because I remember being in that building uh, while it was still in existence and how it would shake and, you know, how the stands would actually move and they could be loud and, you know, they would sing the song and they had the hogs and all that other stuff, but the silence at the end of the game, uh, what was your memory of that walking off the field? Uh, it's, you know, that, that is the best feeling when you're at, um, a place like that when you're at an opponent's home field and you don't hear the screaming, you don't hear the applause 
it's just this murmuring, almost a stupor, if you will, that, you know, the fans are going like, how did this happen? You know, we, we, they were 11 and two as well. I mean, they were having a great year and had a great year other than, you know, I mean, those, they have, they were at that point, they were 11 and three and two of those losses came against the giants after that game. Uh, that's, so it really was that quality team and they just weren't used to, they weren't used to losing, particularly in that, that fashion. Um, so now you got, you got the upper hand, you got the sweep on them. You've got two home games coming up. You got, uh, St. Louis is coming into the building and then you're going to finish the season off with the Packers where you actually did score 55 points in that game. <laughs> um, yeah. what was the message from Parcells in the locker room afterwards though, to, was it to the effect of, you know, we still haven't accomplished what we need to accomplish. We haven't done anything. Right, beating the Redskins in necessary, but it didn't finish it. It didn't help us get to where we wanted to go. We knew after that '85 year that you know we were a good team. Um, we had players all throughout the team in, in every position that could play, and that you know we knew what we wanted. We not just you know we wanted to win win the conference and, and win the Super Bowl. Uh, but, you know, we initially it was really about the conference. That's that was where our focus really was. Let's win the conference. That's what we have to do. And then when we get invited to the, you know, to the Super Bowl, that's we'll worry about that at that point. But win win the conference. And this was a step towards that, but it didn't accomplish it. So just keeping in on the Washington thread, uh, obviously, you and Washington were the two best teams in the NFC that year, along with San Francisco. Mm -hmm. uh, but you get Washington in Giant Stadium for the NFC championship game. You know, people always say it's hard to beat a team three times in one season. I'm guessing that thought never even crossed your mind that it's hard because you felt like you owned them a little bit, didn't you? No, no. Parcells would never let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> there, There was no ownership there. It was like, you know. He, he preached that like, guys, it, it never happens. Nobody ever beats a team three times. And if you relax in the, you know, just a little bit, these guys, and we knew they were good. Listen, we beat them, we, but we didn't beat them by much. And it was a dog fight. Um, our defense, I think in that game, you know, on, on, in December, uh, that was what we have six interceptions defense just, and we still, and we, we still only beat them by 10 points. So it was, you know, it was with six interceptions. You think a team throws six interceptions, you should like you should beat them by 30 points. Um, so we we knew that listen, we had to play our best uh if we we're gonna if we when we faced them in the conference championship. And you got them at home, uh yeah. brutal brutal we weather brutal weather conditions. Mm -hmm. Um Landetta, kind of a great vindication for him, considering what had happened the year before in Chicago, which a lot of people forget that even though you lost to the bears and the score was what it was, that game was a lot closer than I think people remember the Chicago game. Like that you guys had chances in that 85 yeah. game a little bit. What? Yeah, you did. You must be talking to Phil. Cause I, I Phil thinks that too. And I'm like, you, you must be on. I mean, he did brainwash me a little bit on that. Oh my goodness. That, that game, listen, offensively, I'll just tell you up front. There was no way we were, <laughs> they dominated us. They kicked our fannies. They, they had a better scheme than us. I mean, there was no way in the world. I don't, you know what Phil's thinking when he thinks that it was a close game. <laughs> I just, and he's you, brainwashed me. Give me a break. I got to talk to yeah. you more. 
All right, but for Landetta. For Landetta, yes. Vindication, nice. because he he had a Pro Bowl game in that in that uh, NFC Championship game. He hit it. You know, we were – so I was the snapper. I was the punt snapper, too, in field goals. Um, and so, you know, so for me, I loved when he was punting into the wind because that meant I was – snapping with the with wind. the wind <laughs> so but he just you know and and it was keeping it low and keeping a tight spiral and you do that it'll cut through the wind just and, and actually it even helps with that wind in a tight spiral it'll actually hold it up um and so he had he was really tight that game and you guys are able to beat him you shut him out um it wasn't easy but you kind of played your brand of football right you played complementary football Used your yeah. run game, used your special teams, and then with Lawrence Taylor and company, you're not losing. Play field position. Don't turn the ball over. We've got a great defense. Teams are not going to run it down the field on us. I mean, we're talking about offenses, the Redskins, the 49ers, nobody. Nobody did that against our defense. It just it didn't matter. We were too well prepared and we had too many good players. So we knew that was going to happen. So offensively, it was just, you know, put your blinders on, do your job. Don't, you know, suck up your ego. You're not, you're not, you know, you're not going to go out there and run the ball and, you know, Sims and the only time Sims passed the ball for 500 yards, we lost the game, right, to the Bengals right. in 85. So, you know, we, we just, we're not going to run throw the ball. Um, just don't turn it over and play that field position, and and we we will win. And that, you know, that that era that really happened. So, um, as as you reflect back on your career, um, and you think about your time as a Giant, and you know, Giants fans obviously can't stand the teams in the division um you you got you must have some warm memories about washington because you beat them a whole heck of a lot i yes i said i love i love going down to washington my my actually my in-laws were living down there my father-in-law was working in congress as a uh, legislative uh, aide and so um you know we would go down there i got to see you know visit some family and so we would go down there quite a bit uh, anyway so and I just loved I loved the whole environment, Washington environment, and um, you know, like I said, we we loved the field, we loved the environment, we loved the fans, uh, we loved it when they were noisy, we loved it especially when they were kind of silent. So it was just it was a good feeling, and we, we and then, did, like I said, we did well down there. And then just one final question, uh, as you kind of spin it forward to today's game, if you look at like the trend from last season with you being an offensive lineman and having to figure out all these fronts and, and making the calls and, and working with Phil and um, deciphering all that, you know, all the rules are skewed for passing and we see all these explosive passing numbers, but did you like the trend that we saw last season in the NFL a little bit where teams that did commit to the run had a lot of success? And I think last year for the first time in a long time, uh, over the course of the season, we had more teams have 200 or more yard rushing games than we had in like the previous eight years combined, uh, mm -hmm. where teams are starting to look at it and say, hey, if they're going to go small and fast and speed to cover everybody, let's go big and pound the heck out of them. Yeah. Smaller guys, you know, so they can get up the field, pressure on the quarterback, you know, coverage, run the ball. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a patient game and it's, you know, it's, that's where Parcells' brilliance came in. He's just—he was a patient coach. He—he looked at it in, in a full game context. This for and instead of saying, you know, it's we guys got to score points. If if you're in a situation, you know, don't risk it. Get field position. Play the field position, and 
you know, when you have a, a team like we had, uh, it worked. It worked really well. Bart, we want to thank you for a couple minutes taking us down memory lane, especially the 1986 uh, and the Giant-Washington rivalry, which was a, a fun time for Giants fans, which helped give birth to that first-ever Super Bowl championship for the franchise. We appreciate a couple minutes, and thank you so much for joining us. Hey, my pleasure, Bob. Thank you. That's Bart Oates reminiscing about the Giants in Washington, 1986 clinching the NFC East on this edition of Papa's Perspective, part of the Giants Huddle podcast brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture.